I'm not fine without Jesus. This is Shannon, the faith blogger. I'm reading this book right now, and it's called No More Faking Fine by Esther Fleece Allen. And the whole time I'm reading the cover, I'm thinking, yeah, you read that book and you'll stop faking fine. Sure, Shannon, you'll always be a fake and you'll never be fine. The voices I hear in my head are brutal, you guys. But it's the truth of my life, the thorn in my flesh. I try and try and try to make friends and get people to like me. Yet when I am just me and I'm vulnerable and I'm real, I seem to attract exactly who God wants me to attract. When I switch perspective, God moves. I promised myself I would switch perspectives this year because I want nothing more than for God to move in my life. And the funny thing is, he's been moving this whole time. I'm the one who's stuck. If you haven't been following for a while, I have recently been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And you might think I'm weird, but it's a blessing to me to know what my diagnosis is because I went undiagnosed for almost 30 years. Yet, it sucks because, you know, it's bipolar disorder. And being bipolar makes it super duper easy to get into a rut and stay there. You know, it's almost like falling into a hammock that cradles you between hyperfunctioning speed addict and sadness in Inside Out. It's comfy, and it's safe, and it swings you to sleep, rendering you comatose to the reality of the world around you. Except for the fact that I'm supposed to be a prayer warrior for the Lord, and prayer warriors don't exactly fall asleep on the job. Except when they did. Matthew 26, 39-40 Going a little farther, he fell face down and prayed, My Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. Then Jesus returned to the disciples and found them sleeping. He asked Peter, Were you not able to keep watch with me for one hour? Yeah, even the disciples fell asleep on the job. I'm not saying Peter had bipolar disorder, but he was definitely lulled to sleep like only a rocking hammock can do. But God had a reason for that bout of insomnia. He has a reason for what you're going through, too, right now. There are so many examples in the Bible of people just like you and me, completely dropping the ball and messing up left and right. We should hold ourselves in good company. We are no different than Moses when we are indecisive. We are no different than Jonah when we think we can run away from God. We are no different from Eve when we give in to sin and temptation of the lying serpent known as Satan. Each person in the Bible has something in common. None of them are God. That is, until Jesus moves into the neighborhood. 2 Corinthians 5.21 God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Hebrews 4.15 For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who was tempted in every way that we are, yet was without sin. You see, Jesus came for each and every one of us, except he doesn't want harm or pain to befall our lives. He wants each and every one of us to trade yokes with him. He gladly would take our pain and heartache just so we can rest in his presence. He wants us to find ourselves in him, not in the latest self-help guru. 
He wants us to walk with him, invite him into our hearts, into our homes. He wants us to praise and worship even when nothing is worth praising or worshiping. He wants us to give him the glory even when we can barely keep it together. And he doesn't do this for his satisfaction. He does this because he loves you. He died on a cross because he loves you. He was resurrected and went to prepare a room for you because he loves you. He goes before you, ahead of you, and has your six because he loves you. I don't know about you, but Miss Allen is on to something here. It's not about pretending to be fine. It's about knowing that even when you feel like absolute crap, Jesus will make it better. Knowing his love for me is what kept him on a cross changes my perspective. And knowing my sins put him on that cross really changes the perspective. But no matter what, Jesus wants you to rest in him and feel whatever you want to feel. He wept, you can weep. He was afraid, you can be afraid. He was blameless so that you could mess up and be restored again and again and again and again. What a reckless love. What a beautiful God. You've reached the end of another episode of Shannon the Faith Blogger. Connect with Shannon and read her latest blog at holymamablogger.wordpress.com. While you're there, sign up for Faith Blogger devotionals and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform. Praying for you, friend. See you on the next episode.